Good morning. Welcome to Horizon at Home. I'm Erica Allen. I'm one of the pastors of Horizon Church. And this morning, we are going to dig into the second message in the series, Relationship Reset. So many of us, so very many of us are ready for our relationships to experience a reset so that we can begin to experience the joy and abundance that God has and wants for us in our lives. This morning, we are going to look at a story of a guy who gets his roof ripped off of his house in the Bible because his friends were so determined, because these friends were so determined to get their friends to the feet of Jesus. I've actually loved studying this story because I realized that when I start talking about the relationships that need a reset in my own life, what I actually need is to reframe my thinking about the way I'm in relationship with people around me. And that's exactly what this guy who owns a house whose roof was like ripped off to get to get his friend to Jesus. That's exactly what he had to do. He had to reframe how he thought about his relationship. So this morning, if you're ready for a relationship reset, all you have to do is be ready to reframe the way that you think about things. Um, Let's just jump right into the story this morning. It's found in Luke chapter 5, verses 17. The story starts in verse 17. One day as he was teaching... Jesus was teaching. One day as Jesus was teaching, Pharisees, Pharisees are these like religious elites. So they read poetry. They know several different languages. They study things very deeply. They're, they're like these really smart, rich, most of them are like guys. Um, so anyway, as he's teaching, these like religious, elite, really cultured, uh, prominent folks, um, Pharisees and teachers of the law. So folks who are lawyers or attorneys. So these guys, these are like well-to-do people. Um, They had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem, and they were sitting there. And the power of the Lord was present with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men, so Jesus is teaching, these Pharisees and and folks are listening to Jesus teach, and some men came carrying a person who was paralyzed on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. So Jesus is in the house with all these Pharisees and lawyers teaching him, And these guys are trying to bring their friend who's sick and paralyzed to the feet of Jesus. But they couldn't get to him because the house was too crowded. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, listen to this, they went up to the roof, they ripped the roof off the house, and they lower him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd right in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, Jesus is like in the middle of teaching. And when Jesus saw their faith, I had to imagine he was like, what is happening? Friend. And and he says this, friend, your sins are forgiven. I imagine like right now, if someone dropped someone right in front of my face while I'm teaching right now, like he just is like, what is happening? Friend, you are forgiven. He was like excited to say, like you are going to be made new and healed in this moment. And then I want you to hear what happens. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law, these, these rich elite folks who've been listening and at the feet of Jesus, they began thinking to themselves, who is this fellow? Who is this Jesus fellow who speaks blasphemy, who lies and isn't telling the truth? Who can forgive sins but God alone? This guy who was paralyzed and sick is healed right in front of their feet. And these these guys are, these rich guys are like, who does this guy think he is? Jesus knew what they were thinking. Maybe their face looked like mine often looked. Jesus knew what they were thinking. And he, he knew their hearts and he asked them, why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven or to say get up and walk 
but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. And he said to the man who was paralyzed, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. Immediately, the man stood up in front of them, took what he had been lying on, and went home praising God. Everyone, everyone, even those rich guys who were questioning things, was amazed, and they gave praise to God. They were filled with awe, and they said, we have seen remarkable things today. We have seen remarkable things today. If you have just a moment, will you pray with me? God, I pray right now for the people whose relationships need this kind of reset, who need forgiveness and healing immediately, not 10 years from now, not 20 years from now, but who immediately need your healing in their relationships. I pray for them right now. And I pray, God, for the moment right now when all of us stand around and say, God, you have done remarkable things. You have done remarkable things. Let us be open to what it is you have to say to us this morning. Let us be open to the remarkable things you want to do in us and through us and in our relationships and through our relationships this morning. We are here, God, to be reset. And we ask you, God, for your courage as we reframe the way we are friends so that, God, we can be remarkable. We can be remarkable people bringing glory and honor and praise to you in all that we do. Amen. Reframe reframe. I imagine this man whose, house, whose roof was taken off of his house having to reframe what he thinks about friendships. As these guys cared so much about their friend, they drug him through town on a stretcher. They ripped the, the roof off of his house and lowered him down right in front of Jesus. We need friends like this. I'm, I'm going to call them something. I'm going to call them passionate pullers because they pulled this guy from his home. They passionately pulled him through the streets of a crowded town. They passionately pulled the roof off of a house and they passionately lowered him down in front of Jesus, passionately pulling him from the place that he was to the feet of Jesus. We need people like that in our lives. In fact, those kinds of people have been changing my life over the last few months. I, I sent a friend a text message and I said, I said, could you please pray for me, Meg? I am really stressed out and anxious and I don't know what to do anymore. Can you pray for me? And she sends me a message and she says, yes, I'm praying. Then, three days later, she does this little sneaky thing where she texts my church work number. Some of you um, text your prayer requests and stuff to that line, and she texts it, and she says, I want to pray for my friend who's anxious and stressed out. I'm not sure she knows what a treasure she is, and I want her to know how much she is loved by God. In that moment, I was pulled from a place of being broken and stressed out and anxious to the feet of Jesus. And for just a moment, I knew I was going to be okay. And so I'm telling you all this because passionate pullers have pulled me from the mess that I was in to the feet of Jesus where I could experience healing and wholeness. And I want that for you. And that's what can happen when we reframe and reset our relationships. Three things that these guys did. I, I think this guy, as he's putting the roof back on his house, as he's reframing his own house, I think this is the three things that we can learn from this story of people pulling, passionately pulling their friend to Jesus. The first thing is they reframed what they thought about winning. 
they reframed what they thought about winning. Because in that moment, they probably had some things they needed Jesus to heal in their own lives too. But in that moment, the person who was paralyzed and broken and hurt, that was their main priority. And it didn't matter, when, as this man is laying at the feet of Jesus, it didn't matter what their needs are, or how they wanted to win at the moment. The only thing that mattered to them was, was the needs of their friend. They wanted him healed. They wanted him to be forgiven. They wanted him to experience the restoration of Jesus. Folks, if you want to reset your friendships it's, or your relationships with your significant others, your families, your friends, it is time to reframe what you think about winning. It, it, if, you're, if you're dreaming of something, if someone else is dreaming of something, figure out how to support them in their dream because just because they win and get their dream job doesn't mean you don't get a dream job. You will get that too. Reframe what you think about winning. Just because someone else's business is booming right now and yours is just barely getting by, it doesn't mean that they want to shut your business down. It just means that right now that's what's happening. Their winning doesn't mean that you're losing reframe what you think about winning because these guys, these guys realize that when their broken and hurt friend experienced restoration and healing and redemption, everybody wins. When a man who's paralyzed and can't walk around can run out of the house and tell others about Jesus, everybody in that house won because he was able to more fully do what it is Jesus needed him to do. Everybody won. If, if some relationship in your life is broken, it may be because you're more concerned about yourself winning than someone else winning. Lose the mentality of if someone else gains, you lose. We all win. We all gain when people experience healing and restoration and what they need. In order for your relationship to be reset, you might need to reframe what you think about winning. Someone else's victory doesn't mean your defeat. Someone else's success doesn't mean your failure. In fact, the more people that we have winning and thriving and, and, and succeeding, the better off our world is. So reframe what you think about winning because our world needs people who support one another in winning, in winning. This, this is what these guys did. They cared more about that than anything else. The second thing that really stood out to me in this in this story is how after Jesus heals the man, all of these folks who've been listening to Jesus teach them, like, if, if you want to experience the abundant life, love your neighbor. If you want to experience the abundant life, like, care more about, about Jesus and the things, the kingdom of God than you care about money or, or whatever. Jesus is teaching all of these things to these folks, and they see it happen. They see the guy experience restoration and healing, and what do they do? They're rolling their eyes like, what is happening right now? Who does this guy think he is? And Jesus calls them out on that, like, what's going on in your heart? What's going on in your heart? So the second thing that I think we need to do is we, we need to reframe what our hearts are really caring about and concerned about. Are they caring about and focused on the things of Jesus for our relationship? Because it, if, they, if they're more concerned about that, we don't really care who's receiving healing and restoration. We just want everybody to have it, right? We don't really care what we have to give to make that happen. We just want the things of Jesus to come about. So the second thing, if you want to reframe your relationship, your, your thinking, so your relationship can be reset, reframe what your heart cares about. What your heart cares about matters. It matters. 
And it matters if you care more about your own needs and what you're going to get out of everything. Put the ledger up. Burn the scoreboard. Let's stop that, like, that transactional way of giving. Like, if you do this, I'll do this. Those guys didn't care who were pulling their friend in at that moment. They didn't care what their friend was going to give them. All they wanted was for his healing and restoration. And in that moment, those Pharisees had the moment to care that much about the guy. And what they did instead was care more about the answers to their questions because something was wrong with their hearts. If you're ready to experience a relationship reset, you're going to have to reframe what it is that your heart cares about. Reframe what it is that your heart cares about. The natural thing for humans to do when things get hard is to run. Let God reframe what you run to. Let God reframe what you run to. Their friend, that man who was paralyzed, his friends ran to him and ran him to Jesus. Maybe his instinct wasn't to figure out how to go away from Jesus, but he needed someone else whose instinct was to run to Jesus first. Is that who you are having relationships with in your life? If not, you're going to have to reframe your relationships. Because here's the deal. We don't just need passionate pullers in our lives. We need to be the, a passionate puller for other people, passionately pulling them to Jesus. Because our first instinct is to run. It is to run from connection with others and with God and with Jesus. Our first, connect, our first instinct is to run far away from those things. And what does it look like to let God reframe where you're running? It's going to mean that your relationships need to be reset. If, you're, if your marriage is falling apart, if your relationship with your significant other isn't going well, if your relationship with your family is terrible, if your relationship with your, with your friends at work is just all apart, who, where are you running? Are you running away from the problems? Or are you running to the Jesus who's ready to heal and make your relationship new? And make things new. Here's the deal, folks. I, I, I've already said it, but we don't just need passionate pullers in our life. You do need passionate pullers. And if you need them right now, I want you to message Verizon, tpa.info. Click right now. We're going to find you a small group of people to surround you, to passionately pull you to Jesus. We have three or four of those groups that are that have already started. They're ready to, to relaunch some new groups. If, if you are ready to have someone in your life who is going to passionately pull you to the things of Jesus, then sign up for a small group. Seriously, sign Sign up right now. Find someone who's going to passionately pull you away from the things you find yourself into and who wants you to experience the healing and forgiveness and restoration of Jesus. Find someone who's going to pull you there. And here, here's the deal, folks. We need people just like you to passionately pull other people to Jesus. You know someone right now in this very moment who's broken and hurting what does it look like for you to passionately pull them to Jesus? I experienced the new year differently because I had the courage to reach out to a friend who I didn't even know was going to passionately pull me to the feet of Jesus, but she did it. She prayed for me, and then she sent me a, a message to let me know that she had, had done all she could, and it was time for me to accept the healing and love and grace of Jesus Christ at his feet. We have got to be that for the people that Jesus has put in our lives. God is ready to use you as a passionate puller. 
Folks, we all need relationship resets right now. We need people who are passionately pulling us to Jesus, and we need to be people who are passionately pulling others to Jesus. This morning, that is my prayer, that as you experience a relationship reset, that you become a passionate puller and that you accept the connection that God has given you (laughs) to Jesus because other people are passionately pulling you there too. Will you pray with me? God, we just pray this morning for every person who needs to passionately be pulled to a deeper relationship with you. We ask you to do that right now, God. Create in us hearts that are reframed to be passionate pullers, pulling people passionately to your feet. And use us, God. Use us, God, in this your world to shine your light and ignite your change. Amen.